Welcome to The Drive with Josh Downs, a faith-based coaching podcast where I'll share weekly thoughts, principles, insights, and more, all designed to help you build a better self, to better love yourself, so that you can better become all you were meant to be. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of The Drive Podcast. I'm Josh Downs, and today's episode is episode 530, Designed to Withstand. I wanted to start off by just telling you a little bit uh, about an experience I had the other day. The other day, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine who reached out to me that was going through a pretty rough time. Basically looked like his marriage might be coming to an end and a marriage that had been in for over 20 years. And basically the life that he had known for so long was about to drastically change. Having been through divorce myself, he reached out to me looking for help and advice and counsel and how to kind of go through this and survive it as he was just at the beginning phase of it. My heart was certainly going out to him, as it does with anybody that goes through divorce or anything difficult for that matter. Life can sometimes throw some real curves and be very challenging and just heartbreaking at times. And knowing that I had been through something similar before, he asked me a question. And the question was basically this, what was it that helped you get through what you went through the most? Now, I'm not sure that I've ever been asked that question as directly as I was asked in that moment. I've always given advice or counsel to people when they've asked uh, different things that helped and things of that nature, but never really could I remember at least being asked again that directly, what was it that helped you the most? And I thought about it for a long time, trying to think of what it was that really helped me the most. Was it self-care? Was it my family and their support or my friends? Was it uh, talking with others that had been through it? Uh, Self-help books, therapy, coaching, faith, religion. There are so many things that, that all helped, but the question wasn't what helped. It was what helped the most. Now, I've watched as others that have gone through something similar or just hard things in general have chosen to go down a much different path than what I have, especially when it comes to faith. And I think that's a big part what he was asking. Whenever we go through something really challenging, our faith is one of the first things that really gets called into question. And sometimes it's one of the first things to go. When you go through something hard, something traumatic, something life-changing, It's easy to question your faith. And the more you question it, the weaker it can become until, well, it eventually breaks. And again, I think this was in part what he was asking me by asking me what had helped me get through it the most. What helped me get to the other side of this most painful experience without being overcome by anger and resentment? What helped me to become better instead of bitter? What helped me to keep my faith when it felt like God had basically abandoned me. (laughs) I wanted to give him something that he could use in the moment, which I had many answers of things that could help him in the moment, but I realized that I couldn't because I realized as I thought about it, that if I were to answer that question truthfully, as far as what had helped me get through what I went through the most, the answer wasn't something that I could give to him in that moment. Because what helped me get through that the most was everything that I had done before what happened to me happened to me, if that makes sense. I was reminded of a very true principle, that principle being that your foundation determines your strength. 
And I want you to consider that. This is what I wanted to share with you today. Your foundation determines your strength. All throughout history, when there have been earthquakes, hurricanes, storms of any kind, there have also been buildings that have been turned into rubble all because, well, their foundations were not strong enough to bear up the structure under the extreme duress that they were in from the storms. No one in their right mind builds a structure believing that it could fall in a storm. It's quite the opposite, isn't it? Although you would think that most people know the importance of a foundation and having one that is deep and strong, when it comes to, say, the construction of a building, architects will tell you that customers often don't want to be bothered by those kinds of major construction details because they find them boring. It's human nature to want to focus on all those things that are best seen in the house instead of those things that are seen below the house. When buying a home, how many of us, as an example, ask questions about the foundation? (laughs) Can you tell me about the, the foundation size and strength? No, we don't ask those kind of questions. When building a new home, how many of us want to be bothered with details about the foundation? No, we want to focus on everything above the surface. Those things that we can easily see and that can easily be seen by others. We focus on the layouts. We focus on the amenities, the features, the upgrades, the colors, the carpet, and other like things. Most people don't notice the quality of a foundation because, well, it is unseen. However, in severe weather, a building's quality becomes evident. And the same is true in life. Everything in life is built upon a foundation, whether that be your family, your career, or even your faith. And that foundation will determine its stability and ability to weather the storms that come at it. And this is what I was alluding to in the answer that I gave my friend. What helped me the most get through what I went through was my foundation. Those things that were went largely unseen that contributed the most to me weathering the storm that I went through with my divorce and other things that I've been through. And so as I thought about that, I wanted to share that with you today, that the question naturally comes out of this topic. What foundation are you building the structures of your life upon? What are you doing right now to prepare for those things that will come in your life that are going to be hard. Those moments and experiences that will test the strength of you, of your character, of the strength of your integrity, of the strength of your ability to endure, the strength of your faith. Laying a decent foundation isn't a glamorous thing. It can be a long, hard, dirty, and messy process. It may seem uninspiring, even tedious and dull, but without it, everything will just come crashing down at the first sign of pressure or shaking. We need to see and spend time asking ourselves, what are we putting all our efforts into? Are we striving to maintain the status quo, our image, or even the material lifestyle that brings us relatively no value except for the stuff that we all have around us. All those things that are basically above the surface. Or are we putting our efforts into foundational things like our relationship with God and our relationships with our family and friends and work colleagues? Are we investing time in building strength from reading scriptures 
in order to better develop our character, our integrity, and our really discover our God-given purpose? Are we digging deep to find our true identity in Christ, which will not only transform our own lives, but the lives of others around us? I know that we're all familiar with what the Savior taught about building our foundation on a rock as opposed to sand, right? Well, looking back now, I can attest, absolutely 100% attest to the truthfulness of this teaching, especially as I took the time to really reflect on that question that I was being asked. I have lived it. I have experienced it. I have come to understand it on a much deeper level than ever before, more than just the story that we've always been taught. As Jesus said, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. Houses built on sand or other poor foundations may be quick and they may be cheap and easy to construct and we may be able to find joy in them in a season. They may even provide short-term temporary comfort, shelter, and obviously gratifications, but they won't last. To build on a rock, on the other hand, is hard. It takes a lot of time and effort, foresight, wisdom, and perseverance. It isn't as fun, and it certainly isn't as glamorous. We won't see the results or benefits right away. But the results will always, always be worth it. And the structure's true value will always increase over time. Now, if you're not sure what foundation you're building on, then watch and listen to what happens to you, to your life, or to others whenever a storm hits. That's when you'll find out for sure what you or anyone else has been building on. Remember that preparation time is never wasted time, especially when you try to stand strong in those stormy conditions. A house built on a rock will withstand the same storm that levels, completely demolishes those built on sand. Simply put, there are no shortcuts that will stand the test of a storm. Along these lines, in an article that I came across written by Afton Nelson, he shared an experience about a lesson his father taught him during the construction of his soon-to-be new home. When he said, As I stepped over the concrete and rebar jutting out of the ground, I thought that this had to be the strangest family home evening ever. (laughs) Mom and Dad loaded all five of us kids into the van and drove us to where our future home was being built. We were excited about our new house and often visited the site to see the progress. At this stage, however, the progress wasn't exactly very exciting. Just long rows of poured cement that looked more like buried walls with iron rebar running through them. Sit down, Dad said, and we all looked around to find a comfortable spot to sit. This, he said, is the foundation of our house. He explained our home will be supported by all of this concrete and metal. This foundation will keep our house safe during storms. It will even keep our house standing during an earthquake. Now, this got my attention because he said living in California, we were all used to earthquakes, both big and small. We'd seen 
firsthand what earthquakes could do to homes. His father continued, Normally builders don't make foundations go this deep into the ground for a house of this size, as he gestured to the trenches holding the underground concrete. And once the house is built, he continued, we won't even see it. Some people told me I was wasting money to build a deep foundation for our home, but I wanted to make sure our home was as safe as I could make it. The building of our home was a big part of our lives, but my dad had taken to talking about it at every opportunity. Now he was giving us a family home evening lesson on overbuilt slabs of concrete and iron that no one would ever see after a few more weeks. And of course, dad wasn't done with his lesson as he began to teach the all-important principle of building on the right foundation when he said, there is another kind of foundation that we need to build as well. We all looked at him expectantly. Each of us needs, as his or her own foundation, a testimony of our Savior Jesus Christ. Just like our home's foundation will keep us physically safe during storms and earthquakes, a testimony of Christ will keep us spiritually safe when we face trials and challenges. Dad continued, I challenge each of you to build a strong foundation by learning about our Savior and praying for help and ways to come to know Him better. Follow His example and keep His commandments and you will be blessed with a strong testimony of Him. This was the very answer that I gave my friend. This is what got me through my storm. The foundation that I had built before the storm. It was all the times that I had said my prayers and attended church and read my scriptures. The countless times I had studied the words of prophets or gave service to others. Or times where I shared my testimony and faith with others. It was serving a mission. It was serving in my church. It was teaching young people every day about the gospel of Jesus Christ. What got me through my storm, again, was all the work I had done in building my foundation on Christ before the storm came. Now, obviously, there were many things that I could and I wanted and did share with my friend that could help him in that moment. But I wanted to remind him that he had also put a lot of time and effort into strengthening his own foundation, and now it was time for that foundation to strengthen him. In the scriptures, the word of God is often compared to a seed, a seed that we must, through faith, plant in our hearts, and then nourish it and water it, protect it and help it to grow. And as long as we keep at it, eventually we're promised that it will take root, And that one day, by and by, it will grow taller and stronger and bigger until it becomes a tree and bears fruit. Fruit that we can partake of and that we can eat of. Fruit that is symbolic of God's love and of the eternal life that He offers to those that love Him. I guess you could say this about that. That if we will take the time and the opportunity to nourish our faith and our testimony that one day when we need it most, our faith and testimony will nourish us. There's a symbiotic relationship between the two. The more we take care of our foundation, the more our foundation will take care of us when we need it to. And I wanted to share this with you today because I'm seeing more and more people lose their faith, lose their way, especially when hard things come. 
and I more than understand it, and I get it. And while there are many things that I can tell them and do tell them that will help them when they are in a storm, the most important thing that they can do or could have done must be done before the storm comes. The good news is, in all this, is that we have the opportunity each and every day to partner with the greatest architect in all of of life that there ever is and ever will be, which is our Heavenly Father. He not only designed our solar systems and mountain ranges and everything else in the world, but He has designed you. When He laid out the plan for your life, He more than calculated everything that you would face, all the pressure, all the weight, all the winds. He took into account every hurt, every loss, every injustice, every mistake. And in preparation for these things, He also designed experiences and opportunities and has given counsel and instruction and provided the necessary power and grace for your beams to be big enough, your foundation thick enough to survive them. He put in you the determination that you need, the courage, the stamina, that no matter what comes at you, it will not be too much to bear. You've been designed to withstand the storms, designed to outlast the opposition, designed to endure until the dreams that you have come to pass. But whether or not that happens largely depends on what you do today and tomorrow and the next day. It's the little things that you do each day to strengthen that foundation that one day will come back to strengthen you. I don't know what storms are coming in your life. I just know that you're going to have them and some of them are going to hit hard. But what I do know also is that what you do now before they come will be the most important things that you will do to help you get through them. So I just wanted to simply invite you today to commit to putting a little more time and effort each day into making sure your foundation is a little stronger. Nurture the relationships that you have with God and others in your life that need nurturing. Nurture your faith a little more today so tomorrow it will nurture you a little more. Remember that what you do today will better prepare you or leave you less prepared for tomorrow. As Thomas S. Mons and a former leader of my faith once said, when the time of decision arrives, the time for preparation has passed. When those storms come, which they will, each of us will have revealed to us very clearly the type of foundation that we've been building on and whether or not we have included Christ as the cornerstone of that foundation. Jesus said himself, Therefore fear not, little flock, do good. Let earth and hell combine against you. For if ye are built upon my rock, they cannot prevail. That was the thing that helped me the most get through my divorce and every other storm that I've ever experienced. And I know that it can be for you as well. Thanks for listening, you guys. I hope you have a great week and do whatever you can this week to better build a solid foundation and a foundation on Christ. As always, if I can be of any assistance to any of you in your individual coaching or business-related training or speaking needs, please don't hesitate to reach out to me and let me know how I can best serve you, your family, or your business. 
And as a side note, in the coming weeks, I'm also going to be launching an online course that I'm super excited about that I know will be a huge benefit and blessing to all those that take it and that go through it. I'll have much more to share about it in the coming weeks, but just in case you were wondering about the name of this course, it's simply going to be called Foundations. Until next time, I'm Josh Downs, and you've been listening to The Drive.